you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Now, isn't that our dream, that people come to Jesus from everywhere? That's, that's evangelization. That's our whole purpose for gathering in prayer and the intentions of our prayer. Now, today, I thought, interesting, uh, God is in the Old Testament, um, quoted in the letter of Hebrews, quoting that section when the people of Israel were in the desert grumbling. Okay, and the location of that place was Meribah. They were grumbling and complaining, and the name Meribah and Masa have that as their name, Masa and grumbling, uh, complaining, and Meribah. So that's in the desert. Now, when was that? We say 40 generations, people were leaving uh, Egypt and going to the Promised Land, and they were, they were tired. They were tired. They were, I mean, imagine being in the, in the Arabian Desert I guess that was it, the Arabian Desert. Was that the Arabian Desert? I think so. Uh, they were crossing. Um, and I was there a few years ago, as you know, and it's dry. I mean, it's desert. It's like nothing. It's sand. And they crossed it for 40 generations, we're told. Now, does that mean 40 years? Yeah, maybe. But it was a long time. That's the the idea of 40, you hear that a lot in scriptures. 40 is a long number, big number, not an eternal number, but a big number, 40 days, 40 years. So they're crossing the desert and they're tired. They're hungry, they have no food, they don't have, you know, they don't have beds, they're in the sand, and they complain. And God does something to, for them. That's when the quail come and, and the, the Moses touches the rock and the water comes out and those miracles. But but the complaining is what we're focusing on today. So the letter of Hebrews quotes that complaint. Now, we're we talking about the people of Israel centuries ago? Yes, but we're talking about ourselves. How many of us complain? We don't get God's response when we want it, as soon as we want it, as we want it. We complain. Now, we may not complain by grumbling and complaining in the, in the scriptures, we may have our own way, maybe sometimes sarcasm, may, maybe sometimes innuendo, maybe sometimes, you know, just saying things that really are not pro-Christ, pro-God. And, and we hear that a lot in society. But we are Christians. We're the people he saved. We're the people he, he sends his son to. And what's interesting is God got even with them. And he, he quotes this section, they shall not enter into my rest. So many people who complained about not getting into the promised land on their schedule never made it, never made it, which is normal. They, many people died in, in, in the journey. Uh, but those who complained, the scriptures are focusing on, never made it into God's rest, never made it into the promised land. God doesn't threaten too much in the scriptures, but here it looks pretty, pretty much like a threat. 
you know? You, 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 don't, you don't want it? It's not, it's, my words would be, you don't want it, go to hell, nothing. And, but he doesn't say that. He says, they will not enter into my rest. So the underlying message is that he's always with us, and it's up to us to catch up to him. It's up to us to connect with God, not God connecting with us. He's already done that by creating us. So we're here, and we're anxiously called to be one with him, and that's what Mass does. We come to Mass, we receive the greatest connection between God, Jesus Christ's body and blood. Okay, It's, it's the covenant. But we have to leave here with that covenant connected to God, letting him know that we believe in him. So the, the letter of the Hebrews is telling people, Christians who are Jews, um, take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you live with an unfaithful heart that allows you to forsake God. We've got to think about that. I mean... In a relationship with anybody, a friend, a lover, a child, neighbors, we don't have unfaithful hearts. If we love people, we love, we love them through thick and thin. And Jesus is, I mean, the scriptures are t comparing us to loving God that way. And be careful you don't have an unfaithful heart toward your love object, in this case God, because that will leave us forsaking God. Eeks, we don't want that. So that's why he, this letter to the Hebrews encourages us to grow each day uh, connecting our faith with God. What, what do we know? We know prayer. That's, that's one way of doing it. Prayer, praying to God. The Holy Mass, inviting people to come to Mass with us. Connecting with God, keeping us faithful to God. Now let's go to the scriptures because I think today we're challenging the scriptures to not only connect with God uh, through prayer, but to allow him, isn't that interesting, allow God, allow him to heal us, allow him to fix us, allowing God. The opposite of that is forsaking him. So let's go positive. So this leper is very, very uh, good example for us. Talking to God, Jesus Christ, if you wish, you can heal me. And Jesus is moved to pity. When you and I pray, God is moved to pity. When we speak to God, it, it's, it's connecting. I think it was Padre Pio who said, prayer is, 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 is like a kiss to God. It opens his heart. Yeah, that's, that's uh, anthropomorphically using our bodies as an example. God has no heart, you might say. But the intimacy, the love of God is connected to us when we pray and when we put our faith in him. And we, when, when we allow him to heal us. That means, for instance, if we have bad habits and we want to work on changing them, that's connecting with God, letting him heal us, letting him get into our lives. And the leper is a good example of that. If you will, now God always wills to heal, because God is love and he always wills to heal us. If you will, you can make me clean, and Jesus said, I, I do will it. Now Jesus hears our prayers. 
Jesus hears us whenever we pray. And he presents the prayers to the Father. And, and he knows what we're praying for. When we allow Jesus to heal us, working with our own minds and hearts and temperament and attitude, when we allow Jesus to heal us, we're connecting to him. He's, he's, he's miraculously uniting himself to us. And it's not like getting your way or getting my way when, we, when things go our way. It's God working with us. And when things don't go our way, we have the opportunity to, even then to let God work through us. That we understand his will, that we work through the adversarial experiences of our lives just to get closer to God. See, that's, that's positive thinking, mindfulness, current psychologists call it. We call it faith, living the faith putting ourselves in the presence of God 24-7 and through all of it, thick and thin, challenge and, and adversary, putting ourselves in the presence of God and saying, get me through this. Give, get my attitude through this. And of course, that I have to comment on, on the, this is Mark's gospel. And Mark, woven into his gospel, has what we call the secret. Okay? There's no secret. I mean, you and I know the secret. We know the answer. The secret, as Mark composes it, is revealed at the end of the gospel when the soldiers say, truly, this was the Son of God. So that's the secret he's keeping as he composes this story of the miracles and life of Jesus. So that's why he reiterates, Jesus says, don't tell anybody what, what happened. Don't tell anybody that I healed you. Go show yourself to the priest, and that'll be enough that you're healed. But Mark weaves the idea of a secret through the scriptures, and, and, and the opposite happens. Good. Jesus is promoted. The man leaves there and tells Jesus, tells about Jesus, to the point where he can't, he can't quietly enter a town because people are on the lookout for him. But that's important for us to realize. You know, it's up to us to publicize Jesus, to evangelize what we're doing right now, evangelizing Jesus, bringing his word to the world through internet, bringing his word into the world through our own hearts and activities when we leave here, where we go to work or whether we're online working or in place. That's the challenge that the leper had and he listened to Jesus and this is one time in which he, the disobedience was a blessing. He, quote, disobeyed, disobeyed Jesus because he went to publicize. And you know what? We can do the same thing. When Jesus hears us, and when, when Jesus heals us, and we allow him, him to heal us, publicize it. Tell everybody. Tell how you've been affected by Jesus. Tell how he helps you. Tell, him how, tell others how he gives you peace of mind when you pray. That's publicizing Jesus, and that's allowing him to heal us. Now, we know in our country right now, we need major healing. We need to heal all political parties. We need to, to pray and heal the disenchanted, disenfranchised, the, the fringe groups that are causing so much disruption in our society. We need to pray for them to see the light, to see Jesus, and allow Jesus to heal them. But we have to intervene. We have to ask Jesus, intervene, 
heal them because they have to have Jesus within them. Therefore, there will be no destruction. There will be no antagonism. There will be no hate. But we've got a long way to go because we're suffering right now as a nation. And, and just in the next few weeks between now and the inauguration, a lot of suffering, a lot of politics, a lot of negativity. Pray. Ask Jesus to send his power. Ask Jesus to heal the world. Ask Jesus to heal our nation. And in the meantime, heal us. And accept his healing. Accept the miracle that he can do for every one of us. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Shop Mattress Firm's year-end sale and put an end to junk sleep. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop top-selling brands and get up to 50% off select mattresses, like Sealy Twin Mattresses starting at $224.99 or Serta Twin Mattresses at $349.99. And shop with confidence thanks to our low-price guarantee, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store for details.